0: Snucky wants mush mush. Oh Whoa.
1: no.
2: No, thank Snooki
0: you. Snooky watch mush mush.
2: Here we go.
1: You're welcome, to Trailer Park
2: Podcast. Nathan, worried or excited. I'm excited. Daniel, it's a horror movie. Worried or excited. God damn it, I will kill. Myself. Worried.
3: Are you worried I'm excited. <laughs>
2: An
1: invitation for rigid and spastic penetration. You seem satisfied. Affirmative. The trailer made me emotional. Real lumpy flesh dragger. Raising awareness
2: about masturbation addiction. Don't get it on my territory. I can't stand seeing someone do it
1: worse. Oh my god, here it comes, here it comes. It's so <laughs> wet. Oh my god, it's coming! Hello everyone, one and all. Uh cool billion. Um all of the many, many fans of Trailer Park Podcast that continue to support our continuance as we bring you Trailer Park Podcast, colon, the new beginning. Hello, colon
2: Episode 99, the penultimate Trailer Park episode. Thank you, Nathan, uh, Daniel, this, your cousin here.
1: This, this episode does not have a numbered affiliation. Welcome to Amanda. Right.
0: I am so excited to be here for 99. It's been my dream to be here for the f- the final two episodes. So
1: excited. Again, this is the new beginning. It is not episode 99. Chelsea, welcome. Hey there. Thank you for not... Uh... Parentheses 99.
4: Oh. <laughs> I support oh. you in all that you do.
3: Uh, Nathan, <laughs> I am on pinheads and needles. The Nailed new it. Beginning. Nailed it. Yeah, the pinheads, not the pins. Not the pins and Not needles. the sharp part. The,
1: the bonfire. Are you trying to say I that? I was thinking of Hellraiser. the new on, beginning is the new kind beginning of, Yeah, isn't that what it's called? Is that what's being suggested oh. here? The new beginning is kind of like a horror movie subtitle. Is that what's happening?
2: It is like a trope when you think it's about to end and then it just restarts and goes on longer than it's welcome.
1: Longer than it's what? You hear that, folks? <laughs> hear that, folks? Founding, founding father, cousin, <laughs> family, blood.
3: <It's>, uh <laughs> next episode, TPP, the betrayer.
1: Yeah. That might be where we go. (laughs) Trailer Park podcast, colon, everyone hates me and has left me alone. That would be the right
2: way to go because once the franchise has jumped the shark, they usually drop the numbers so that you lose track of how many there are and they just go with straight subtitles. Mm -hmm. Is that what we're doing?
1: That's what he's doing. Killing myself, episode one. (laughs) (laughs) That's where we're heading, folks, unless you want to change your tune and bring light back to my life. And speaking about bringing light back, to people's lives mr and mrs carver this is your first episode as a married duo oh,
3: it's almost like a new beginning i didn't even think about
2: that it's true this is our first we can christen this episode with our matrimony
1: mm-hmm. are you talking you're saying you're gonna have sex in the background we're you? gonna
2: consummate live
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can't handle it has Intern, got a bit of a cough <laughs>
2: <laughs> But you only want to stick around for the second half.
1: <laughs> well, um, do you guys have anything Plastic you want to... and rigid penetration. <laughs> <laughs> That's really
4: nice because episode 99 will be consummating your marriage. And then episode 100, Nathan will kill himself. Chelsea,
1: alive. it's hmm. not episode 99. It's, it's poetic. The new See, beginning. Did
4: you
0: hear that? There, there's, a, there's a rift yeah. over there. <laughs>
1: You guys want
2: to talk about it? Right. Okay.
1: She's circle well. of that it's, it's 99. <laughs> give me give me a sexual position for the consummation.
2: 99 is sweet. 99 is about loving yourself. <laughs> of course, you have the mirrored numbers 99. Uh, so we've we've all heard of sex dolls. Uh, if you wanted to, you can go and buy yourself a very realistic version of another human being that's fake that you can have sex with. I've only ever seen creepy dudes finding like really attractive women dolls that they buy for thousands of dollars, but I don't see what's to stop you from just asking for yourself. Hey, here's a picture of me. Can you make a replica of me? And then can I enjoy it? Spooning it and having sex with it in the bed facing a mirror so that I can watch its cold plastic face that looks just like mine? That's a 99. Now, uh uh-oh, Nathan, do we have a little bell sound effect? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) We have a second part to this. Uh sponsored 99 brought to you tonight by netflix original series altered carbon uh, of course you can just cross-sleeve yourself into a clone of your own body have sex with that a little more lively
0: so are you in both bodies yes you're consciously in both bodies having sex with yourself you're
2: basically being john malkovich in your own anus you're railing yourself
0: hmm. 99. it's hot that sounds nice
2: you've given the intern a new life goal
0: that is the future of sex.
2: Yeah, is to only make um, love to yourself. The ultimate masturbation. You
4: know, yeah, I know what I like, so uh, sounds good.
0: Wow. Yeah. So, well, and I imagine this...
4: the question is though, like, do you get off
0: on getting yourself off?
2: Getting yourself
3: off.
0: Right. Right. It's like I've just been looking things up. the giver and... and one's the taker.
3: <laughs> well, intern has something to say about this. Mm. You know, two thousand eight hundred twenty-eight dollars and twenty-six cents Canadian is what it costs to buy a sex doll acceptable that looks uh, pretty realistic
1: i don't yeah. know pretty realistic it also weighs oh, the same as a real human body so really? we're supposed yeah, to believe that you that you googled that in the background or that you already knew bookmarked what, what it caused
3: uh, ordered on amazon
1: <laughs> <These> installment
3: payments <laughs> you right now buy this on amazon.
0: <sighs> did you ask for it to look like you though intern
3: yeah, yeah. oh that, well that's so the goal that,
4: isn't that your new project is to perform all of the sexual positions
3: on yourself <laughs> <laughs> with, with myself on myself, to myself. I, I feel
4: like
0: like interns, like trying uh, in real life though. I think this is all like him in some sort of like self help cult. Like I've got to learn to love myself. And the first step is for me to make love to myself. First
3: yeah. I'll be flogging the geese all over myself. <laughs> Until you get comfortable with it, right? Then sky's the limit. The problem, though, is that they need to be like they really need to be AI like, so they can clean themselves. Because that's like, oh, that's I don't want to clean it.
2: That's what I mean. For now, all we have is the sex dolls. In the future,
3: though.
4: Oh yeah,
2: clone
4: clone robots, whatever.
2: These yeah, I'd, things I'd...
4: look really good.
3: See. I, what what,
4: I was still thinking like sex dolls like american pie sex dolls you know the inflatable ones oh no
3: oh, no, no they are very yeah. real yeah.
4: they have they have made strides shit's changed
3: <laughs> those you can buy for like five dollars
4: yeah i guess yeah, these
3: ones cost like five grand like <laughs> three grand is better now than now you
1: take the sex doll you add in some vr like not not even vr like uh, augmented reality
2: <clears throat> Mm-hmm. like a like a moving yeah. personality like, face right. that overlays. When,
1: yeah, and when like, you buy the sex doll, it doesn't have a face. It's
2: like Darkman.
1: Oh, oh yeah, oh. and then the real
2: sickos like only fuck the faceless doll.
1: Oh God.
3: <laughs> oh, that'd be me for sure. It would look the most like myself. Oh, damn it. Just has like a reflective face so that when you look at it, it's you. just a mirror. Just
2: crudely <laughs> taped on there. Zero reciprocation It's the only way I can ejaculate. <laughs>
1: All right. <clears throat> Are you about done? Is this a movie
3: podcast? <laughs> are you about oh done? God.
1: Can I please move this show along? Yes. It is I a guess. new It was new
4: about beginning. the honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we were going with this.
3: <laughs> Daniel, there are some really important questions that Nathan needs to ask you. <laughs>
1: Ooh, the producers have uh, have cooked up a hot one tonight, folks. Ooh, they've cooked up a hot one. Are you ready for Choose Your Own Adventure: The Honeymoon Edition? Wow!
0: Wow! Yes, I'm excited. I'm
1: surprised the uh, the intro
2: segment piece there wasn't changed to just have Amanda cutting in halfway through with like a record scratch. <laughs> You're like that shit stops now. Why are you letting snakes in the house?
1: And then straight to us. <laughs> <laughs> Copulating, or her watching you fuck a sex doll about yourself. Oh okay. wow! Yeah, she can she can cuck hold in the corner with a you can cheat, but only if you fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> would you, Amanda? Separate question. Would you would you consider cuck holding an event involving Daniel and a and a clone of himself?
0: Of himself? Jesus. No, I would get upset if he made love to a doll that looked like me i'd be like what you're more into her what (laughs) i'm sorry but
2: if you and i we both only want to fuck each other's dolls and that's it we do it side by side like a fucked up foursome
1: oh my god that's a 100 okay (laughs) um so while on their vacation honeymoon aboard the cruise ship sad sack princess Daniel and Amanda, much to their chagrin, discover that the intern has stowed away inside their luggage. Classic. What do you do? Do you report his presence to the crew so that he can be removed from the ship at the next available port? Or do you allow him to remain, provided that he make himself available for private impromptu ukulele concerts and that he sleeps somewhere else on the ship?
2: Yeah, he also has to, like, ferret back little treasures from other rooms.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're going to give him tasks. He can't just stay. But if he's, like, our personal, you know, gopher, he can, he, he can hang around.
2: Yeah, because you have to tip the shit out of everybody at the end of a cruise, which is super annoying. So if he can just, like, bring back some cash.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, so... Uh, Option B has been selected. The intern failed to bring a ukulele with him and is unable to meet the terms of the arrangement. So Daniel and Amanda report his presence to the crew. Um, The intern manages to win over the captain and the crew by making fun of himself, and they allow him to remain employing him as a rookie deckhand. While working late at night scrubbing the deck, he is greeted by a beautiful siren who offers him a magical ukulele, warning him that should he accept it, there will be a cost that she cannot divulge. Intern, what do you do? Do you accept the magical ukulele and accept the cost, whatever it may be? Or do you refuse the magical ukulele and risk angering the siren?
3: Oh, I take I take it. It's magical. <laughs>
1: True. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? Uh, the intern accepts the magical ukulele, and as he grabs its neck... The clouds above the Sad Sack Princess begin to swirl. The vortex of clouds above the ship coalesce into a phallic funnel that shoots down climate change gamma rays that slam into the deck and engulf the vessel in a milky hue. The freak incident imbues Daniel and Amanda with incredible abilities. Daniel, you may choose one of the following superpowers. One of the three following superpowers A. The ability to cause malfunctions. B the ability to no longer require fluid to remain hydrated, or C, the ability to project an aura that makes other people challenge authority.
2: Hmm, those interesting. I feel like the first one is already bestowed upon me via the Carver Curse. <laughs> like, I'm just like a natural cooler. <laughs> so I feel like I already own that one. And w- weirdly, I feel like just through sheer force, I've trained my body over the years to exist on like a... M- just a minute amount of survivable liquid. <clears throat> like, it's kind of shocking. <laughs> I think the vast majority of my actual water intake is through coffee. Um, it counts. i
1: go so, uh, C. Okay. Amanda, you may choose one of the three following superpowers. Uh, a, the ability to temporarily shut a person's mouth. B, the ability to poke people without touching them or see the ability to absorb the physical energy or strength of others. Mm. Mm. Now
2: the shutting mouth one. I have a quick question here is that like they just are all of a sudden can't speak and they don't know why or like weird, a flesh patch goes over their lips like in the matrix.
1: We'll go with a temporary flesh patch like the matrix. No.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, similar to Daniel, the first one this like making people not be able to speak thing. Absent the the flesh patch, which is weird. A lot of people do find themselves uncomfortable around me in you know one on one conversations because of my resting bitch face. (laughs) I I need that. Um,
1: Well, actually, to be perfectly honest, when I when I envisioned the ability, I kind of pictured people trying to talk and just like you know wagging their mouth around and and nothing coming out.
5: mm, That
0: is nice. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. And you can see the attempt and the failure because of your ability.
0: But then, like, taking in people's strengths. But then I'm real lazy, so, like, what am I going to do with it?
2: You just waste it. It's extra evil.
0: That's true. What was the second one?
1: (laughs) You just had to ask. Uh, uh, The ability to poke people without touching them. You'd be like Facebook.
0: (laughs) Uh, I'm going to go with the first one. Shutting people up.
1: All right. Uh, The siren reappears and offers both of you the opportunity to receive all three. Of the proposed incredible abilities, but in exchange for receiving all three, the intern must also be transformed by the climate change gamma rays into a supervillain as punishment for his poor decision making. Daniel and Amanda, what do you do? Do you accept the siren's offer, or do you thank the siren for her time and stay with the one incredible ability you have chosen, saving the intern from an unknown fate? I accept the offer. Oh, yeah, totally. Okay. Uh, Like before
2: she finishes speaking.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the intern is struck by the climate change gamma rays, twisting him into a supervillain. A supervillain, sorry. Uh, Daniel, Amanda, and the intern, by a majority vote, please choose which of the following supervillains the intern is transformed into. Option one, the smelly jackal, <laughs> <laughs> who can pass flatulence at will. Mm. Option two, the glue closer, who can lower or heighten blood sugar levels in other people. A
3: blue <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: That's horrible. Or C, the Fury Road Warrior whose humor is so dry that random people and things catch fire when it is used. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's gotta be the one.
0: That's. I mean, that has to be it, right? Age,
2: <laughs> yeah. hey, you guys uh, know penguins get raped by seals, eh? And then someone just bursts into flames. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like...
0: The glucose thing is really scary,
2: though. It is scary, and I feel like you get the most satisfaction out of it. Like, yeah, I had to fucking deal with this. Now you fucking deal with it. Oh, diabetes for you.
0: <laughs> Diabetic coma. Ha <laughs> ha ha.
2: All of a sudden, all these hot women just start getting diabetes.
1: <laughs> Such a vengeful spite. Uh, Majority vote. So, intern, where do you where do you want to do? Oh, I'd be the glucoser. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Daniel and Amanda, you have control.
4: Wow. Unless Daniel and Amanda are split, Whoa, I didn't anticipate
1: yeah, why don't you just that. You have
4: assume that we're going to vote together. I, Jesus, uh, yeah. Well, I they're mean, still their own people.
1: Married. What's happening?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> She's used her abilities on her husband.
0: Daniel, you you go. I already said. Oh, you're going with the glucose. Yeah. Oh, so you voted with the intern?
1: Wow.
2: Well, it just through
1: circumstance.
0: What? That is the best one. Glucose.
1: <laughs> oh. Unanimous. All right, Mm -hmm. unanimous vote, the glue closer. All right, uh, so the intern heads for the burlesque show on the lower deck, drooling like a savage.
4: This is the mean one.
1: He uses his new abilities to lower the blood sugar levels of the topless female performers. Feeling lightheaded and fatigued, they start dropping to the ground. Daniel barges through the side door and causes a malfunction to the intern's zipper. Amanda. Amanda. Follows close behind, absorbing the energy and strength of the horny men in the audience. She discovers she is also has the ability to transfer the energy she consumes and gives it to the hypoglycemic victims. The burlesque performers rise back to their feet, reflecting on their close call and thanking her. Amanda temporarily shuts their mouths so she doesn't have to listen to them. <laughs> The burlesque hypoglycemic victims attack the intern, dragging him to the top deck with the intention of throwing him overboard. Daniel and Amanda, what do you do? Do you stop the lynching and inject the intern with insulin, neutralizing his powers, or do you let him be taken?
0: Bye.
1: (laughs) Can he he like cure his own like diabetes? He's got that power. Only has the ability to affect other people.
2: Oh,
4: it's really cruel.
2: Oh, Oh, what a cruel, cruel superpower. (laughs) Uh, the only way is to 99 yourself. <laughs> Thank you for bringing it all back. <laughs> Come on. Do you inject uh, do him? I, do? I made his zipper malfunction. What else do you need me to do? <laughs> do uh, you... I make all of their high heels malfunction. <laughs> uh, so they drop him. You barge
1: through the door to to prevent something nasty from happening,
2: right? Yeah. I stab him with an EpiPen. He's like, that's not the same. And then he dies. <laughs> <laughs>
4: throw him overboard
2: Hmm. do you let him be taken i i kind of feel like he's gonna get like a weird love story with the siren out of this (laughs) (laughs) what are you guys
1: doing
0: i'm throwing him overboard daniel decide
1: hey you know
0: she already um, said
4: bye
1: all right (laughs) happy wife happy life you leave (laughs) the intern to be thrown overboard to drown but his screeching and crying makes the hypoglycemic victims feel pity for him. They leave him in a pathetic whimpering lump on the deck. In turn, what do you do? Do you grab the magical u- ukulele, fight against the villainous impulses inside of you and do battle with the siren? Or do you grab the magical ukulele, destroy it? Leave the ship in a lifeboat to return to the mainland and wreak havoc as the glue closer, spreading diabetes to the global population. Oh. <laughs> Those
3: are both great decisions. Um, I, I'm going to go with uh, A. I'm going to
1: fight the siren. Mm.
2: Oh. Oh, i sure you going to spread that misery.
1: <laughs> the intern grabs the magical ukulele and fights through the villainous impulses, poisoning his mind. He strums a melody that sends the siren into a frenzy, grabbing at her ears and shrieking in pain. The siren is sucked into the cloud vortex and the storm vanishes in a blinding flash of light, leaving only beautiful skies in its wake. Everything and everyone returns to normal. The intern has saved the day. <gasps> huh. Huh. Isn't that nice?
4: Do you, they get to keep their powers long?
1: No. Although apparently they already have some
2: some of them. them. Yeah, we have two two out of the three of them. So basically (laughs) still super while intern has been (laughs) relegated back to just the intern. Don't worry. I could still slip off the deck with that EpiPen in my leg. Yeah. But then I just put him in my chef's hat and he teaches me how to make good ratatouille.
1: (laughs) Is anyone interested in knowing what would have happened had he become the smelly jackal? No, just the
4: dry one. The dry humor one.
1: The dry humor one? Okay. If he had become the Fury Road Warrior, uh, it would have read like this. Uh, The intern isn't aware of his new abilities until he heads over to the Starboard Lounge. He attempts to hit on a woman named Tracy, but she tells him she is married and he notices that she isn't wearing a wedding ring. Yeah, Tracy's are always sluts. Uh, This results in a few witty, self-deprecating remarks being made to Paul, the bartender, who then becomes engulfed in flames. (laughs) Amanda appears out of nowhere to poke the bartender over the railing into the water below, dousing the flames and saving his life. Uh, The intern tries to apologize and explain himself, but he does so sarcastically, which lights all of the tables in the lounge on fire. (laughs) The intern realizes his newfound power and makes his way to the wheelhouse to deliver some dry wit to the captain and take control of the ship. Uh, Daniel and Amanda follow And upon arriving at the wheelhouse They are able to make out the captain inside Suffocating from flames and smoke The intern can also be seen Surrounded by the flames Laughing maniacally While steering the wheel Toward a collision with an iceberg Oh no It's like Titanic too. Yeah <laughs> Amanda begins By poking all near crew members and temporarily shutting their mouths. Meanwhile, Daniel causes a malfunction to the ship's engines to slow its advance and project an aura around the crew members whose mouths have been temporarily shut, compelling them to storm the wheelhouse in an act of defiance, overwhelming the intern and throwing him overboard. <laughs> hmm. Full mutiny. Only way. Long story short, he uh, does battle with the siren in the end and saves the day.
3: Wow. It's the siren. nicest uh, you've ever been to me, be Nathan. <laughs> That's... <laughs>
1: Well, I went I went back to the Star Trek one and I was like, Jesus Christ.
2: Yeah, I thought every scenario was going to end in prison rape.
1: <laughs> well, at the end of the Star Trek one, he was like, it doesn't matter how it ended, you were just like, you know, declining to have a drink in salute to his memory. <laughs> just... <laughs> <laughs> You're invited to have a drink in, in honor of his, of Ensign Intern's memory and politely declined. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. Uh, why do I bring it up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, those are always fun. Yeah. Always fun. And next up, we have a brand new segment on Trailer Park Podcast, colon, the new beginning. Um, mm-hmm. I know how you guys feel about new segments. You get really jacked. I know. Area. At most, we could do it twice. What? What is that? What? Sorry, I've been drinking. What does that mean? By nine and then a hundred. Oh, fuck. <laughs> wow. This is not episode 99. It is episode, the new beginning. Thank you very much. God. Damn
2: it. They're like 99 and like Roman numerals.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen. Like
2: a C and M and like an I. I don't know.
4: Yeah, what is that?
2: The new segment is called
1: Rapid Fire.
4: Rapid Rapid
1: Fire!
5: Fire.
2: (laughs) I just spit over everything. (laughs) (laughs)
3: that's that's worth at least another 10 episodes
0: (laughs) and that was the that was it that was the segment
1: (laughs) this is where i rattle off a bunch of things about what's going on with movies and such and uh i do it rapidly and um do it and then you guys can speak to whatever item you want to but there might be so so much information that it overwhelms you hopefully yeah Let's go. All right. Okay. Uh, the title given to John Wick three is not Chapter three, but John Wick three colon parabellum. Why? Why are they going <laughs> off the
2: rails with the subtitles already?
0: God damn why it! Not
2: Chapter three, or why wasn't Chapter two a subtitle? <laughs> <laughs> the word parabellum is Latin. For war.
5: Rapid, Rapid fire. fire.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. And I'm gonna watch it. And then I'm gonna buy the trilogy and whatever special edition they offer.
1: <laughs> I sure fuck it. Why not? <laughs> uh it is scheduled for release on May 17th, 2019. Also, Bill and Ted Three is apparently happening and in pre-production.
2: But is fucking William Esquire coming back?
1: Hmm. What? I don't have any There's dates. The other one.
2: Yeah. Not the not Keanu. Is he coming back? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Alex, he is. yeah. Yeah, he is. yeah they're yeah. doing it together. <sighs> awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were this... just watching Bill and Ted the other day, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I was trying I was to show literally it. literally months ago. I was trying to show it to Amanda. It's obviously she's not taken to it. But me, in rewatching it, I was rather impressed that Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure has staying power beyond being a fun movie when you're a kid.
1: Hmm. You mean it actually holds up uh yeah i found
2: it enjoyable i thought what what back then people would have been like oh keanu yeah he's fucking idiot that's why
1: he's so good at it now when i rewatch it i'm like keanu you dog you're
2: good at being stupid
1: he is good at being stupid you're right okay uh the guy who plays martin riggs on lethal weapon uh tv show has been fired from the show for being emotionally abusive and violent The show yeah. has still been renewed for a third season, and they're replacing him with Stifler. Hooray! Hooray! Fire! Who, appa- who will why. apparently play Riggs's brother or something like that.
2: But, wait. One, Lethal Weapon's a show. Two, Lethal Weapon is ongoing. Three, they're just not going to have the main part of the partnership in the show anymore?
1: Riggs's brother going to give birth to a new alternate right. timeline we're talking back to the future 2 here alternate timeline we're talking about biff's pleasure paradise that's what we're talking
2: about so no more rigs just his brother martin <laughs> riggs, riggs has a brother
1: beating his wife maybe they martin,
0: have the same name
1: maybe martin riggs's brother is even more intense and more emotionally suicidal than martin is well i, li- I like stifler so that's mm-hmm. fine i, I thought and this I was a this on podcast. the internet
0: and i was like uh, I didn't know. I didn't know that Lethal Weapon was on. But then when I saw Stifler's picture, legit, and it was like he's gonna be the person or whatever, I was like, "Isn't
2: he dead?" You think Sean William Scott's dead? Well, because to
0: me, he looks the same in a way as the kid that is dead from Fast and Furious.
2: The kid that's dead in Fast and the Furious, Paul, which one?
4: The one that actually Paul died. Paul Walker. Yeah. Paul Walker. Oh well,
1: yeah. <laughs> they look
4: he was like how are you casting a dead man
1: can we not refer to people who are 40 years old as kids but he
4: looks the same as he was did in american pie right
2: it all gets very confusing for Mm. me because there's keanu and then to me paul walker was like keanu too and then Chris reeves yeah just as like in like that sort of dumb dumb he's like a Mm -hmm. good actor but 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 he's a a terrible actor but you like (laughs) to watch him Sure. That's I, so he was like Keanu 2 to me. And then Chris Klein was Keanu 3.
1: It's it's funny that you guys went to Fast and the Furious because that's the next item on Rapid Fire. Fasten your seatbelts, ladies and gentlemen. Justin Lin has been confirmed to direct both Fast 9 and Fast 10.
5: <laughs>
1: rapid
0: Fire! <laughs> that is literally the best thing that you've ever recorded, Nathaniel. <laughs> <laughs> I want it to be my text alert. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh,
4: it can uh, be. It can be.
1: It can be, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, what's this? Sylvester Stallone is 71 years old. Escape Plan 2 and 3 are both in post-production. Rambo 5 is in pre-production. And there's a movie in development called Expendables.
5: Rapid, Rapid Fire! Fire!
2: Uh, one, I'm down for Expendabelt. <laughs> uh, Sylvester Stallone, he knows he ain't got much time before he has to dip off to whatever like rich orbiting space station of eternity that uh, elites go to when they die. He's got to crank out a handful more of these franchise pullers. I'm surprised there's not like a Rocky 7 and 8 in there as well.
1: Escape... Are they all
3: Netflix? I don't know.
1: Escape Plan 2 and 3 are in post-production. That means they've already made them. Right, and I'm down for that because Escape Plan <laughs> is Awful.
2: It's an awful movie, but it's about breaking out of a prison. So even though it's awful, there's still the how do they do it, which is fun. Escape Plan 2. Together? Uh,
1: I don't know. I think I fell asleep. Escape Plan 2 has uh, Dave Bautista in it as well. Oh, I love you some Bautista. Love you some Bautista. All right. What do we got here? Uh, Craig Zoller, the director of Bone Tomahawk and Brawl in Cell Block 99, already has another movie in post production meaning already made, and it stars Vince Vaughn and Mel fucking Gibson.
0: Only Mel knows Mel.
1: And it's called Dragged Across Concrete.
0: What's it about? I don't know. (laughs) Okay,
1: okay. I didn't didn't gather that information.
0: You're shooting me in the face with nonsense.
1: I'm telling you that Mel Gibson and Vince Vaughn are together in a movie called Dragged Across Concrete, directed by a guy who you know Already, you've already given feedback that he fucking goes to the mat with like awful
0: Literally dragging faces across concrete. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. You told me oh, yeah. Like bone tomahawk <laughs> sends a fucking tomahawk down somebody's throat and cell block 99 Apparently from feedback that i've heard from members of this production uh, That he goes uh, balls to the walls ripping people's faces apart
4: so many faces
1: so, yeah, I think everybody's on board.
4: It's essentially about two police officers that uh, fucking beat the shit out of people. So, yeah. Oh. Yeah.
1: Ooh. Nice. Nice abusive thank you (laughs) thank you for the assist chelsea well i don't know what
0: the fucking intern's doing but not his job not his damn job
1: (laughs) no he's just trying to stay awake all right a quiet place was referred to in our last episode as having an affiliation with a24 and sad would like us to correct that as there is no affiliation
5: rapid fire
1: (laughs) who made it
0: yeah, who said that? It wasn't me. Uh,
1: Daniel said it multiple times and I don't oh my God. I don't recall who the production company is but it's not A24. They're not involved at all. Then how did we ever come across that?
0: How did you th- I think you probably just thought that they were A24 cuz it has a similar feeling. It definitely has the same comes, like to It comes at night which is A24.
2: But it has the same like subject matter, failure to execute that good subject matter problem that A24 has.
0: Right. But then you just decided that they were actually a twenty-four when they were not.
2: <clears throat> well, the fact that they've been aligned with them should speak to the worry that that you whatever production them. company <laughs> did make that movie,
1: Platinum Dunes, Platinum
3: Dunes, isn't that Bay? <laughs> yes, it is.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Michael Bay. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: we should have fucking seen it. Is the point right? We should have seen what was happening. It's probably the best thing Michael Bay's ever made. Okay. <laughs> Edward Norton No, the Friday the 13th uh, remake
4: Sorry, what'd you say? Did you say Edward Norton? I I thought he was dead
1: Edward Norton's long-awaited project Motherless Brooklyn Has been updated in IMDb Pro Plus To filming status And the cast is huge And full of many people That are recognizable
0: Jeremy Renner
1: It's a big deal (laughs) It's a big deal Because Chelsea's a huge Edward Norton fan We've been watching this one for a while It was just him <clears throat> it was just him on IMDb Pro Plus, and it was just in development hell. And now all of a sudden, it has a full fucking cast. It's in filming status as Huge of February.
4: People. Like Bruce Willis. Ah. Yeah,
1: Bruce Willis, Michael Alec Kenneth Baldwin. Williams. What's
3: that? Michael Kenneth Williams. That's exciting. Is Gene Hackman still alive?
1: Yeah, and. Uh, Gary Renner's Will- not in it. I'm going to see it. Willem Dafoe is in it, too. Like, it's crazy. Anyway, it's about a detective who has Tourette's syndrome. So, and one last time for posterity. Rapid fire. fire. Hmm. Suit the heart. All right. Are you guys ready for a battle cry for tonight's lineup? Which I I don't even wanna. I don't even wanna pretend anymore. I'm sick and tired of pretending. I'm yeah. sick and tired I'll of beat saying around this, the bush, Nathan. Yeah, I'm gonna quit beating around the fucking bush. I'm gonna quit beating around the fucking bush and saying it could be the best lineup ever because it is. It is the fucking best lineup that we've ever fucking had on this show. That's why it's a new beginning. Okay. That's why it's not a '99. It's a new beginning. Thank Just, you. Uh,
2: just a fresh beginning here right at the tail end
1: and you're and thank you and you're welcome here's your battle cry jesus fucking Your headliner tonight is The Incredibles Two.
2: The Incredibles Two. Here we go.
4: Did you wash your hands? With
0: soap? Did you dry them?
2: What? Is this all vegetables? Who wanted all vegetables? I did. So, are we going to talk
0: about
4: it? What? The elephant in the room. What elephant? Mom's new job. It's time to make some wrong things right.
2: Help me bring supers back into the sunlight. We need to change people's perceptions about superheroes, and Elastigirl is our best play. Better than me?
5: (coughs) Whoa!
4: I like Mom's new job! Bye, sweetie.
5: I'll watch the kids, no problem. That's
4: not the way you're supposed to do it, Dad. want us to do it. This I don't
5: way. know that way. Why would they change math? No, math is math. Okay, math Dad. is math. Hello? Hey honey. How are the kids? Everything's great. Um...
1: Yeah. Is she having
5: not lessons? and Jack-Jack? <laughs> He's in excellent health. No, what the Num f- Num cooking? Oh, oh, okay.
4: oh, okay. oh my god. Okay. That yeah. is freaky. You know, it's crazy, right? To help my family, I gotta leave it? To fix the law, I gotta break it?
5: You've got to, so our kids can have that choice.
4: Thank you, young
5: man.
2: Combustion imminent? What does that mean? Ah! It means fire, Robert.
5: Green Slaver interrupts this program for an important announcement.
2: Suit up. It might get weird. I'll be there asap.
1: Where you going asap? You better be back asap. Nathan, worried or excited? Okay. Well, let's uh, let's let's be clear about something. Uh, the Incredibles is the best. Pixar movie that has ever existed. And if anyone wants to refute that, then they can be fired from this show. Um, Good run.
2: I made it 99 <laughs> episodes.
1: <laughs> Brad Bird, when it comes to animation, we're talking about The Incredibles and The Iron Giant. Two movies that both impact me emotionally and punch me in the gut. He. He did the superhero thing before the superhero thing even got going, and uh, I recently rewatched *The Incredibles*, and it's fucking amazing. It's so good. It's we, super solid. We rewatched. We rewatched. I rewatched portion of it on the on a, on a plane, and then I made her rewatch it with me. But yes, we rewatched it. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. The point is is that Brad Bird has even stated over the years that he would only do a sequel to The Incredibles if he could come up with a story that's just as good as or better than its predecessor. And my only fear is that his cleverness and his creativity, which is obviously oozing with credits like Incredibles and Iron Giant, is that it won't be as good as my idea that I had for The Incredibles sequel.
4: Well, you've had a lot of time to develop him,
2: Which was?
1: Which was Violet getting married, and the father-in-law turns out to be a supervillain, and they end up having a fight during the wedding, and Violet has to choose between her new family and her old family. That's a good one, too.
4: It's pretty good.
1: Yeah, it is fucking good. I
4: do want to say...
1: Jack-Jack could grow up as well.
4: Yeah, I wish that Jack-Jack wasn't a baby, but...
5: yeah.
1: Um, I'm obviously excited. Chelsea. Yes.
4: No, I just... Iron Giant and Incredibles happened a long time ago. And has he even written anything since? Like, how do you know he's even the same person? That's a lifetime.
1: He's been doing live action. He's been doing Which he's ones? directing like Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. and
4: Directing, not writing.
1: I think he only directed Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. I think he had a hand in writing and directing Tomorrowland yeah he's listed
3: as the director of tomorrowland
1: <clears throat> i don't think he has an affinity for live action i think that his wheelhouse is animation and i think that we have to focus on his animation <laughs> credits <laughs> <laughs> i haven't seen tomorrowland i don't know if it's good or bad I th- i'm sure it's fine
0: i've only heard bad things
1: it's so- less than <laughs> fine. <laughs> shh, shh, shh. temporarily shut your- hey everyone gets the shitty one
4: yep. yeah yeah
1: they do. George Clooney's obviously the reason for whatever failure is there. So. All he does uh, is make shit.
4: George Clooney?
1: Yeah. If you look at his fucking shit, every <laughs> single one of his movies, aside from Ocean's Eleven, which has like 15 other guys in it to carry it, is garbage.
4: Those Nespresso commercials. One movie funny. where George yeah, yeah.
1: Clooney no? hit a home run. Name one. Uh, about
2: Return of the Attack of to the Tomatoes. Up in the air. Exactly. Fucking failure. Gravity. Killer Tomatoes Two.
3: That's Why his. Why is he a movie date. star? He has never outdone it.
1: Why is he a movie star? He
3: shouldn't be. Michael Clayton. I really like he that. He should have stayed
4: uh, in TV. Cohen Brothers.
1: You, Michael Clayton.
2: <laughs> that movie you made me watch with the Hawaiians. Oh, the Descendants.
1: Very good. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, he's in a bunch of. Um, oh, brother is good, yeah. Oh, brother, yeah, oh brother, and then the other one that he was in, oh, Hail Caesar was he
4: was good in that. <laughs>
2: he was actually pretty good in that for a movie that turned out to be not that great. Yeah, it
4: wasn't that great? But Burn After Reading brother. is good as well, Coen right. Brothers. Chelsea, are you excited? about Okay, this? I'm excited, but the reason I'm excited is because the first Incredibles movie, the trailer did not divulge what Ooh. the actual story was.
1: Good point.
4: So I'm thinking that this whole trailer is like the first 20 minutes of the movie, Mm. and then it's gonna go somewhere that I don't expect. Yep. And it really does hinge on the villain because uh, Syndrome was fucking brilliant. He's part of the reason why the movie is so great.
1: Syndrome clip. I invented weapons, and now I have a
2: weapon that only I can defeat. And when I unleash it, I'll get- This dog, you got me monologuing. I can't believe it. You got me monologuing.
4: And if it has that kind of like on the nose, self aware dialogue, then you know it's gonna be good. So mm-hmm. I'm excited.
2: Good. I'm gonna jump in behind Chelsea here because I have the same concerns and I'm coming to the same conclusion. <laughs> it's been a long time. I have a lot of faith in this man as, a, as a an anim- animation director because I as well am emotionally and deeply impacted by both those films, The Incredibles and Iron Giant, especially Iron Giant. Although, I can't say especially, just for different reasons. Iron Giant is very emotional. Incredibles is very hilarious and smart. And I have no doubt that this one will also be smart. And I get the weird suspicion, just like Chelsea did. I think that she's correct in assuming that all of the trailer that we saw will take place in the first act of this film. Nice. And I think that Saul, you know, yes. the lawyer from Breaking Bad, as their uh, what, like their PR spokesman. <laughs> well, speaking of lawyers and lawsuits, clip. Mr. Sansweet didn't ask to be saved. Mr. Sansweet didn't want to be saved, and the injury received from Mr. Incredible's actions, so-called, causes him daily pain. Hey, I saved your life. You didn't save my life. You ruined my debt. That's what Listen, my client me. has no further comment at this time.
1: Would that would that pass now? Would making a joke about suicide pass in an animated movie?
2: I don't they, they could probably bury it like they do most adult jokes. But I think I'm hoping that in that, because it, it leans on the fact that it may have been too long since the original for this one to have the same kind of impact. I'm hoping that all the Marvel films that have come out since The Incredibles provides them enough fodder to make more superhero like meta jokes. I'm excited, <sighs> they, although I see the concern.
1: They had great names. In the original Incredibles, like Bomb Voyage. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda,
0: uh, <clears throat> I am sure that it's going to be good. Um, here's the thing: like Incredibles just does not affect me in the way that it has apparently affected everybody else on this podcast. I liked it, enjoyed it, but I, of all the Pixar movies, I've probably only seen it once or twice. And so I don't really remember it all that well. I don't have any expectations of it, which means I'll definitely enjoy it because I'm not comparing it against anything.
2: You could end up enjoying it more than all of us.
0: Probably. I probably will. Um, So uh, my heart's not as much in it as everybody else. So I feel a little bit more subdued, but I'm sure it's going to be great. I'm excited.
1: Well, allow me to play a clip to help you. Oh my God! No matter how many
5: times you save the world, it always manages to get back in jeopardy again. I mean, sometimes I just want it to stay saved, you know. Mm.
1: Ah, The Incredibles. Intern, do you have a favorite moment from The Incredibles? Um,
4: I do. I think
3: most scenes with uh, the. The kid are entertaining. I like what him kid? running around a oh, lot. Dash. But the mom is the best. The yeah. costume designer. You know what's the my the most memorable the part? The costume designer. She gets stuck in all the doors.
4: No, <laughs> the best part is when she flies that fucking jet yeah. and she is on yeah. the radio mm-hmm. and the missiles are coming in yeah. and Violet can't yeah. create the force field.
1: India Golf Niner Niner, disengage, disengage. There are children aboard. There are aboard. children aboard. okay no
3: Now it's totally her getting her body parts stuck and in then the, the kids
1: the whole plane explodes and the kids are are like ah, ah, and then uh, she turns into a parachute
3: you know him. every single character besides jack jack is so well developed
4: mm. oh it would have been like, so every much single better if jack jack awesome. wasn't a baby It's Uh, because
2: Jack-Jack was a a running joke in the first one that now has to be made into a character.
4: I know. It's upsetting.
3: Yeah, I hate children. I'm incredibly concerned about (sighs) Jack-Jack. And I think that this will be a superhero movie that I like more than any superhero movie I've seen since The Incredibles.
1: Oh, thank God. I almost fired you. Oh.
4: He loves the Incredibles. He's not going to say worried. Does.
1: Oh, speaking of the costume designer. Meta-man
4: express elevator. Diner
1: guy snag on takeoff. Splashdown, sucked into a vortex. No capes. No capes. No capes. No cape.
2: Yeah, the cape joke is one of my favorite elements of the first movie. All
1: right, everybody excited. Round table of excited. Nobody gets fired. That's good. That's good. <laughs> That's what this podcast <clears throat> is coming to. Exactly. Uh trailer number 2 tonight is called uh, a little ditty from Sundance here it's called American Animals
4: bum, bum, bum.
2: American animals. Here we go.
1: You ever feel like you're waiting for something to happen? It pains me to see you embarrass your father. But you don't know what it is. You're in, or you're out. That thing that
3: could make your life special. You're in, or you're out. You're in,
2: or you're out. How can I tell you if I'm in or I'm out without you telling me the first thing about what I might be in or out of? This would be something dangerous and
1: very exciting. Boom, boom. This library is home to the most valuable book in the United States.
2: 12 million dollars. You really need to
0: see how easy this is gonna be. Oh, you know this from all your previous heists?
3: Can I just say how dumb this entire thing is?
5: How do you know no one's gonna get hurt?
0: I don't want you
3: waking up years from
2: now wondering what could have happened and who you could have been.
3: Are you sure you're okay? Come on! Oh shit. This is my life. This isn't some game. <laughs>
5: can you please not touch the model thanks <sighs> boom, boom,
1: boom. let's do this
2: amanda worried or excited
0: I knew nothing about this movie until just this moment. Um, It's really striking a chord with me for many reasons. One, I like heist movies. Two, I like dumb young men. Three, (laughs) I really like that guy that's in X-Men who plays the fast kid who's apparently in here. Mm -hmm. I I like his look. There's something about the way that he physically looks that I think is just cool and like sort of off-putting but great. they're all like that a little bit. Yeah, yeah, they all have just like this a weird look about them.
2: Yeah. Cuz no one else will know, but one of the guys in here is one of the guys from that show Travelers on Netflix that I like a lot for the exact same reasons you just described. Yeah.
0: Um so I'm okay, so he, my only concern because I think I like the the subject matter. I think it's going to be fun and cool and interesting. My only concern is keeping up the pace. Anything that comes out of Sundance, I'm immediately worried that it's going to be super fucking slow. As long as this movie moves along quickly and keeps up sort of the suspense with the quippiness and the funniness, then it will be awesome. If it drags out at all, it will be forgettable. Um, but based on what I saw here, despite the quote persuasion, which is always a red flag, I'm excited and I want to see it.
1: Okay, let me Excellent. come in behind you. So that Excellent I can, can feedback. Excellent feedback from Amanda there. I just wanted to quickly pipe in and say that <laughs> my initial thought was, and it was a very odd initial thought, which is why I'm stepping in. I apologize for interrupting, Daniel. But I, I felt like if I was going to transform into a younger person, that any one of these guys would be candidates. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> yeah,
2: I can see that. Yeah, there's something uh, weirdly subversive about this film, and I think a lot of it's going to ride on style. Can it yeah. identify itself as like a really fast paced, fun editing style? Can they pull that off? And I think that's going to carry through a lot of the like, yeah, we get it. That's a, f- f- a rare book and you guys are going to pull a heist, but you can't really pull a heist because you're a bunch of high school dumb fucks. Uh, all that can get pushed through really well if the proper filter is put on it, which is going to be style. So I hope the style lives up to this because I want to be, and I am, excited.
4: I actually, to that point, um, it seems like the trailer is taking itself or the kids are taking themselves really seriously. And it's going to be a lot of shots of them like their Ocean's Eleven level heisters. but But, failing yeah but to the audience we're gonna be (laughs) like jesus fucking christ you guys are dumbasses. and if it can pull that dynamic off then it's gonna be really fun to watch and i'm totally being swayed by the score i'm gonna gets me jacked i'm gonna like wake up every morning to that fucking song oh yeah the music was great
2: the x gonna give it to you
4: so good i'm excited (laughs) well without a runtime i'm excited i didn't even ask for a runtime aren't you proud of me
1: that's rare. Do you want to run time? Mm. It's 3 hours and 40 minutes. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> two VHSs. Uh
1: 1 hour 56.
4: Mm, it's a hard stretch. Longer than It's
1: going to have to be more stylish than I was expecting.
4: They should
0: have <laughs> trimmed 12 minutes off that. But it
1: but it but it fell on the right side of 2 hours. So they have the ability to say, "Look, we're under 2 hours, right?"
4: Yeah. 159. Yeah. I
2: like
1: All
4: the right. rating. It's an R
1: rating. Despite the feedback about Sundance—it's <laughs> a film festival—so immediately it gets lumped in with like, oh, it's at a film festival. Lots of
4: stare- yeah. shots
2: of no, staring. It's be proper and up. reaction.
1: I mean, well, especially pretentious in my mind. Like Sundance is not especially pretentious. Cans is especially pretentious.
2: I feel like they're all especially pretentious.
1: They probably all are.
2: It's a Thirty minute silent film. It's just a still shot of Holocaust victims, and there's but like I a think- ten-minute standing applause.
1: Right, but they don't talk about. You know, seven minutes standing ovations at Sundance. They talk about seven minute standing ovations at Cannes. 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 Sorry. <laughs> Do you guys know that Kate Blanchett con. is the is like the head jury president of Cannes? Yep. That, that that weirdly yeah early. doesn't shock me actually. No, you know that, what else that, doesn't that, shock that, me is that everybody else is just like yeah yeah that makes sense blah blah and the intern was in the back room going like, yes yes I knew that. <laughs>
3: I've known that for years. I've known that for years. I also know that uh, Black Klansman got a ten-minute standing ovation. Oh. Oh. and Justin Bieber is actually the final
2: judge at Sundance.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then Haley, uh, Haley, or no, Miley what? Cyrus comes out and does a half-naked dance for everybody during yeah, the intermission. In like a wrecking
3: ball,
4: topless yeah. or bottomless.
2: That's Hannah Montana. She's the queen of short film. I
1: feel at this point she needs to step up her game. So let's say, uh, masturbating with a dildo. Let's say, whoa, she's, yeah. she's to take it to the next level. She's shown us every other part of her. She has randomly. Now I need to see inside of her.
0: God Damn it. Dildo. Nathan, dildo are you camera. worried or excited? This is a movie. I'm excited about
1: the title. I'll tell you that. Uh, because generally speaking, I feel that all Americans are animals. So American animals, <laughs> wow. um, uh, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> it was a joke. <laughs> it was a joke. I apologize to all my American friends. <laughs> American you animal don't... alliteration. It's hard to get away from. All right. Speaking to the point about Sundance, I'm going to say that JoeBlow.com, I kind of gravitate towards Joe Blow for some reason. I feel that their ratings of things kind of line up with my world for the most part. Um, They reviewed Sundance. They were there at Sundance, and American Animals is in their top five of all the movies from Sundance. So that gives me faith <coughs> that it's at least not crap. It's it's probably decent. And the trailer, very peppy, very quick, very witty. Yes, if the movie delivers even half of what that trailer did from a peppy, witty standpoint, then I am down. Excited. It
4: feels like it's edited a bit like... um how the fifth element was edited, like really quick kind of funny mm. cuts.
1: Mm-hmm. We're saved. I'm screwed.
4: A girl can dream, you know.
1: Corbin Dallas. Um, <laughs>
4: Enter. Hey, 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 Corbin. Hey, Corbin.
2: Um,
3: he knows <laughs> it's
4: a multi-pass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> on. Carry on.
3: So You know Barry uh, Cogan, Is that how you say his last name?
1: Corgan? Billy Corgan? The
3: Dunkirk yeah, Like the, the One fu- of the main guys in this.
4: Yeah, the one that looks like...
3: Like he's an antelope in headlights that just got hit with a baseball bat. Yeah. He's got that look like he literally was just punched in the face and you're like... That's more accurate. Are you okay? Like, But that's just his face.
4: Yeah, it's kind of like your face. The half age yeah. guy?
3: I have a hard time watching him.
4: The Dunkirk guy.
3: The guy from a Killing of a Sacred Deer.
4: No one's seen that but you.
3: What?
0: Main guy in the trailer that isn't the one from X-Men.
3: Yeah, not Quicksilver.
1: And I didn't, re- I didn't recognize him as Quicksilver until you said that, Amanda. Isn't Thank he you. from
4: Kick-Ass, too, or no? Thank you. Huh? I don't Was know. Wasn't he Kick-Ass? He might have been. He, I think he's Kick-Ass.
1: No, he's not. Aaron Tyler no. Johnson is Kick-Ass. Yeah. Hey, who is this kid? Aaron Tyler Johnson is busy winning Golden Globes for uh, Nocturnal Animals. Another Look him animals, up, you
4: son of a bitch.
1: Animals movie. It's
2: Quicksilver and something else. Keep can't put my finger on it.
3: Um. Oh, he is in Kick-Ass. He's Todd. He's
4: Todd. Oh, his friend.
3: Yeah, his buddy. And he's in Never Back Down. Jesus. American Horror Story...
4: Oh, American Horror Story—that's what I recognize him from. He's oh, the half Asian guy. Kid.
3: That's who you guys are talking about.
4: Who's the half Asian guy? Which That's one we're half-Asian? talking about?
3: His name is Evan Peters.
4: He doesn't Not sound half-Asian. Asian. He doesn't is look he Asian. Yeah, doesn't do he make that up?
2: When they choose their costumes, doesn't he the one that chooses the old Asian man?
3: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I so
4: I don't see race. Sea race. That's what I explained to them. I don't see
0: race. They were American. In fact, African-American.
3: <laughs> oh, could you imagine African-American animals? Horrible. This is the
0: worst. In here, are you worried? This trailer, Tyler,
3: I'm, I want to watch it, so I guess I'm excited.
1: <laughs> okay. Thank God. Fulcrum time. Daniel, how jacked are you on a scale of 1? One- jacked so jacked them so fucking jacked right now she's <laughs> so jacked well this one's big this one's big this one's actually from a24 not fictitiously from a24 we'll uh,
0: double, double triple check that ready. it is
1: the fourth a24 movie to get a wide release after the witch free fire and it comes at night this is hereditary
2: Hereditary. Here we go.
1: Come on, Peter. It's just suit.
0: It's heartening to see so many strange new faces here today. I know my mom
4: would be very touched and probably a little suspicious. My mother was a very secretive and private woman. Miss grandma. You know you were her favorite, right? Even when you were a little baby, she wouldn't let me feed you because she needed to feed
2: you. She was a very difficult woman, which maybe explains me. I recognize you from your mother. What? Sometimes
4: I swear I can feel them in the room.
5: What's
0: that? she isn't gone.
4: She had private rituals, private friends. who's gonna take care of me. You don't think I'm gonna take care of you but when you die and she wasn't altogether there. At the end.
0: Mom, I don't like this. Dad, I don't like this. What's
5: happening, Don't you ever raise your voice to me? I am your mother. Raise your voice. Mom, what's happening? Make it stop! Make it stop! I just don't want to put any more stress on my family.
1: All right, Daniel, are you worried or excited about Hereditary?
2: Uh, what do you do with these?
4: The fuck is I, going on?
2: I have to admit, I've been disappointed by A24 in the past. I think they are past three or four attempts straight. So I'm coming into this with real, I don't know, I'm real careful on this one. They make good trailers. They have good concepts. They have things that should play out to be interesting movies, and yet- I've been underwhelmed completely by them on these last three attempts where I feel like the trailers had this similar sort of impact and drive. So I'm real up in the air on this one. This is a total total coin flip. Honestly, if you wanted to go by the track record, I can almost guarantee this won't be anywhere near as good as the trailer implies. Uh, I wish it wasn't that way, but that's the track record so far. That said... Uh, there is potential here. The young actress that plays the daughter, she's got a real bizarre fucking look. I like when they get people like that. Um, the models and the miniatures, that's always a creepy theme. Um, everyone having their sort of reality tested constantly is okay. Uh, let, me just, let me just make this short. You have every reason to be concerned. If you're concerned and you're not interested in this movie, I'm not going to make any attempt to argue you out of that. I'm going to give it an excited to give it the benefit of the doubt, but that comes real careful. This means if I give this an excited and this yet again fails me, that means that A24 will go from real high on my list to real low on my list. This is sort of a tester for A24, excited.
1: Calling you out. A24 is on the bubble. Chelsea. What? Amanda.
4: Um, i don't think chelsea's ready i just don't know so i mean i could go amanda could go maybe the intern should go
1: intern
3: (laughs) um you know when things are passed down from generation to generation Mm -hmm. and a24 has had this really great track record from the the beginning really great track track record though in reality it's about 30 percent
5: yeah
3: um Mm -hmm. You might say it's hereditary that this could be 70% bad. Um, Although, the last A24 film I watched, A Quiet Place,
5: (laughs) I had
1: a good time with. It's not (laughs) A24. You know it's not. Shut your mouth. He's so funny, folks.
3: Um, This has uh, the horror runtime problem.
4: What? What? How long? Tell me. And
3: I am inherently worried.
4: How long? Do you know, Amanda? I don't know. I'm worried. Oh, my Jesus.
3: Two hours and seven minutes.
1: Amanda. They have to establish, you know, you know, demons. What What is it? What did they say? But it's this generation's exorcist? Give me a. Break. That's that, fucking that's bullshit. Bold they put that on shit. every horror they, movie. They yeah. do. Yeah. They do. But here's the one that got me: an unsettling look at what demons we may have inherited from our parents. You can't do that with a little bit without a little bit of exposition. You need a little extra runtime to establish the hereditary concept, right?
4: It's, it's making me think that the confusion I have in the trailer and the. Uh, uh, obscurity that I'm experiencing is not going to go away. That it's just going to be artistic and weird mm. and obscure, and then it'll end, and it's going to leave me wanting. Mm.
1: I few, don't know. A Few things to point out from the trailer, mm-hmm. right? The mother is breastfeeding her granddaughter. Well, that's happening.
4: It suggests that. Yeah. I don't. Does
1: it? <laughs> that it also the evil or demons appear to have skipped a generation. We have gone past to the To the children, the strange-looking daughter, and the and the kid from um, what what is what is he from? That, uh, paper, uh,
4: paper, paper, paper towns.
1: towns, and also is he? Yeah, he is. He's also is that, from that uh, uh, that anime turned into a real life. Um,
4: Death Note.
1: Death Note. Yeah, mm. he's light. Yeah.
4: Um, I don't know about that. I'm hoping I was trying to post postulate. Is that the right word? Yep. Yep. Um what the twist could be i'm starting to worry that there is no twist that it's just going to be obscure nonsense but i was thinking like there might be a voodoo element she's making all these like little uh figurines of her life of her mom and of this kid in the car and i actually didn't realize that the kid was her son but that makes a lot more sense um
1: people are lighting on fire speaks to the voodoo
4: yeah right like, there might be a witch element, or I was thinking, because at the end, her face fades into the little girl's face. I thought there might be a time element involved. Also, that lady from The Leftover says, like, I recognize you from her mother. I'm like, is she just being reincarnated over and over again? I don't know, but I think I'm worried. I think I don't care. Hmm. Although the trailer is really, really, good, really creepy, and that girl, little girl's, like, clicking noise chills me to my core. Really.
1: It sounds like you're excited and you're saying you're worried.
4: I'm worried. Fuck you. Okay.
1: Amanda, please continue. I'm sorry for interrupting you five times.
0: Uh, No, that's okay, because I don't know how to feel about it either. I think I've seen this trailer many times over the last couple of months, and each time I watch it, I become less and less excited. And so that, to me, is a red flag. Um, I'm concerned. I'm worried that the mother... Is going to be a weak figure in the movie, and that, or, or, or she'll be. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with her. But if she's like not strong and doesn't understand like whatever ambiguous stuff is going on, that will irritate me. I need her to have some sort of power over the situation and not be a victim. Um, I'm worried about the runtime. I'm worried about it being vague and the fact that I have grown less and less interested over time makes me think I have to say worried.
1: <sighs> Some surprising responses here tonight to Hereditary. I'm going to return to Joe Blow and their top five from Sundance, of which Hereditary is also on that list. And combined with how much I love the idea of putting them on the bubble, I love Daniel's challenge, 824, you have been Put on notice. This is your one chance to stay in the good graces of Trailer Prep Podcast. You fail, you fail this, and we will not be impressed. Excited, but you're on notice.
0: You've got one chance. One chance only. <laughs>
3: <clears throat> trepidatious. Yeah, it. Yeah, from here on out, you don't get the benefit of the doubt.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Arms weak, knees are heavy. Yeah, mom spaghetti. Yeah.
1: Mm. Trailer number four. Potter position tonight. Little fun and games for you. Little fun and games. Little Jeremy Renner. Little, little tag. Tag here.
2: We go.
3: Susan, you take Jerry to be your husband. What's the difference between
5: Episcopalian and Lutheran?
3: Episcopalians
5: don't eat fish. That's pescatarian.
2: That's not a religion. They're all fanatics. I don't know. You you may kiss the bride.
4: (laughs) I love you.
0: Tell me what's going
2: on here. Our group of friends has been playing the same game of tag for 30 years. What? For the entire month of May, every year we play tag. You're said no, you are got me. me. You never know when someone's gonna pop up. Congratulations, buddy. You're in. Doing great, Anna. Our buddy Jerry is the best that ever played, and now he wants to retire. Never been tagged. Just saying. So who's it? You can't touch it. See here we get Jerry. You can't touch it. Synchronize your watches. I don't know how to do that.
1: I don't wear a watch. Time is a construct.
3: Some couples go
0: on cruises. Some couples go camping. Some couples go to strip clubs and have gangbang. Oh. And this is just what
4: we love. This is our gangbang. Wow.
0: It seems like the game has really kept you guys connected. Ah.
3: All right. So good to see you. Mm-hmm. Come on. It's been a while since we've done this. Hey there. This game has given us a reason to be in each other's lives. I think your dad would have really wanted you to be
2: Yeah.
5: <laughs> Get up! on trying Eat
3: my dick, dick. balls. Uh, but ice cream. What? He knows I'm lactose intolerant. He's taunting. <laughs> Don't you know I'm gonna make
2: him in Intern. Worried or excited. It's your favorite Sorry. of comedy.
3: Have you ever watched something where every joke seems like it came out of a book? On <laughs> like this is how you tell a joke. Ha ha it's funny.
0: You should read one of those.
3: Maybe. <laughs>
1: yeah, it might help you out with your delivery.
3: I think um I do enjoy different types of gangbangs. That's Goddammit. I knew you liked the gangbang. Especially yeah.
0: with dolls that look like yourself. Got it. That's
2: for sure. Oh, just Uh, four other interns.
4: (laughs) Well, don't you think that, you know, like Tag is their gangbang and this podcast is ours?
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. That's correct. Chelsea, you're it. (laughs) Worried. Guessing that's a worried intern? Yeah, I said worried.
2: (laughs) Sorry, didn't catch it.
3: I also said Chelsea was it. Oh,
4: yeah.
1: she ta- he tagged you,
4: man. Damn. <laughs> Damn. I've, I've been drinking heavily. Excuse me. Um, I think that this movie seems fun. The premise is fun. I don't know the runtime. I don't want to know. And I, that Hannibal dude, just cracks me up.
2: Yeah, Hannibal's pretty funny.
4: Everything he says, I don't know where he's from, but I think he's fucking hilarious. So as long as he's in eighty percent of the movie, then it's gonna be good. So he's so
2: dry. He's like oh, black intern.
4: It's... Yeah, he's <laughs> great. He's really Just good. Lighting shit on fire. Yeah. I and um that redhead girl from Hot Rod, I've loved her.
2: Oh yeah. Wedding is, crashers too. mr yes. yes. Fisher. Yes. She's she a perfect is. like female castmate
1: for these kind of movies.
4: Perfect. And if those two are on, then it's already enough to entertain me. So excited.
1: Let me step in as the fulcrum of this uh, feedback session.
4: I can't believe this is the first time that we've ever thought of that.
1: <laughs> in fact, here, tag me. You're in. Okay, it. <laughs> I'm in. Um, basically, you guys are bringing up stuff that I have to respond to right now. You're, you're talking cast, Okay, this movie, this concept is a fucking failure and is worthy <gasps> of a worried. What? Except for the cast. The cast is going to make this thing hum. It's going to make I it agree. hum. And you're going to walk out of the theater and you're going to be like, meh, it was all right. And it's going to be like wedding crasher syndrome where five to ten years from after saying, meh, it's all right. You're going to see it on TV and you're just be like, you know what? This is fucking funny. <laughs> this is fucking funny, guys. Oh, look, tag's on. Let's watch it for 30 minutes. That's what's going to be. excited. Because it's going to be good eventually.
2: <laughs> yeah, let, let me come in, Daniel. I, I think I share. You're it. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. I...
4: <laughs> he needed that.
2: Yeah, I, sh- I share that. I think that uh, that same perspective. This is a if this didn't have this cast, this would have gone straight to DVD, and it would have had like three and a half minutes of true laughs in it, like balls of fury. But it's this cast. It's got the dude from New Girl. Yeah. uh, uh Ham who's weirdly great at hilarious shit like this helm who of course is a master of shit like this and then renner as the like douchebag main guy that can't be tagged that's great uh as a hair actor it's a perfect role for him <laughs> so like i don't know it, this is a we- i'm totally on board with Nathan's perspective here which is this is a failure of a plot that for some reason has been brought into the limelight by cast excited please tag amanda I uh, tag you, man.
0: Yeah, whatever. I don't give a shit. I think. Yeah, okay. It's cast, cast, forced. I don't know. Cast driven. That's fine by me. I love all these guys. And. And the ladies, too. And the ladies, too. Yeah. I like Rashida. Mm-hmm. Hope there's more of her.
2: What's the other one? Is Isla Fisher. Is that her name? Mm-hmm. Isla.
0: Yeah. I yeah. think it's Isla. Yeah.
1: Ila. Cast force awakened.
0: So, great. <laughs> that being said, is it like a uh, pay to go to the movie theater and see it? Probably not. No. But when it comes out on the hobo or, you know, hobo? even renting, I might rent it. What's hobo?
2: HBO.
4: Oh, okay. <laughs> They're ahead of us.
2: Yeah. Home online box office entertainment. Oh,
1: not, I'm into it's it. Not, it's not TV. Excited. It's not TV. It's HBO. Also,
0: I just ordered a pizza. That's right. Oh. HBO. Oh.
2: I like Netflix now, so it's just like the in-between streaming service.
1: Mm-hmm. Right, you just lump everything under. Even though HBO may not air it, it might come up, come up, come in under some other entity. It could be Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, name it. It's HBO. <laughs> no,
4: it's, it's just, Hobo. It's
1: under the... Dark, oh, sorry. <laughs> okay, all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Mm. All right. I wish ladies we had a pizza coming. The Five Hole tonight.
2: <laughs> five Hole, my favorite hole.
1: There's a whole bunch of ladies in the Five Hole tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get in there, it's, ladies. Uh, it's oceans. It's oceans eight in the five
2: uh, I didn't hear the film. Oceans eight. Oceans eight. Here. We go. Good afternoon, Miss Ocean. As you know, parole is a privilege.
0: It's a mistake, uh, but it, it happened. And um, if I were to be released, I would... Um, I would just want the simple life. I just want to hold down a job, make some friends.
1: You know, pay my bills. Even if this was possible, you'd need 20
0: people. Seven
5: people? Why do you need to do this? Because it's what I'm good at.
0: How long would it take you to make seven pieces of jewelry? Five or six hours. How long if I told you you didn't have to live with your mother anymore?
4: Less. What's your name? Name Ball. What's your real name? Eight
0: Ball.
5: thinking am going to be really
1: poor. What if? We could make all this go away.
4: Can I get
1: my watch back, please? And hers as well?
0: Sorry. It's
4: okay.
2: I am with my family, I told you not I'm in the garage. Do you want me to tell you how big a job No, is? I'm out.
5: I'll tell you how big the job is.
2: I'll be back before you know. Can I come with you?
0: This is mommy's very special work trip. weeks, the Met will be hosting its annual ball, and we are going to rob it,
4: not the ball itself. On the neck of Daphne Kluger.
3: Valued at over a hundred million dollars.
4: It's 150 million actually.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Revenge, it's a twofer. Do Do not run a job in a job.
1: Can't we just go to this? Do we have to steal stuff?
5: Yes.
1: Yes. Is it genetic?
3: Are the whole family like this?
1: Literally.
2: Chelsea. Worried or excited?
4: I just, I feel like I'm supposed to be excited because... I'm a lady.
2: Because it's all ladies?
4: It's all ladies. And I'm supposed to support it. And it's an all-star cast. And I love Mindy Kaling. And Helena Bonham Carter looks actually pretty sweet. And I don't know the Asian girl, but I like her. But I just don't know about Sandra Bullock being able to pull off this <laughs> suave genius. Daniel,
2: Daniel Ocean's sister?
4: I hate it. I fucking... I'm upset about it. And... I feel, I, there, it's not in this trailer actually, but it's in another trailer. I feel like I already caught a writing hole in it where it's the annual ball and they're trying to steal this specific necklace off this specific person and they ask her how long she plotted to do this and she said five years or however long she was in prison. And I feel, and how do you plot something that someone's going to maybe wear that's going to be worth this un, unknown amount of money for five years when you're locked up in a cell. I'm worried and I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> hmm. Apologetic worried, Amanda?
4: Um, mm, 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 mm. It's a tough
0: call because I too dislike Sandra Bullock. <laughs>
2: what?
3: <laughs> so do what I. about
0: the net? Yeah. No, the net?
3: net's Dude. awesome, but
2: yeah. No, I disagree. Yeah. No I like
0: her fine as a person, but I just don't feel that she, for whatever, I just I've never thought of her as a leading lady and yet they keep putting her
4: uh, as that. It's
2: because she's either too awkward and unlikable or too pretentious and unlikable. Well, There's like no...
4: the the first scene in that trailer where she's supposed to be asking for the simple life, she sounds so fake and awful and... Yeah. Uh, ugh. Ugh. Yeah.
0: So, so she's the a big problem of the movie. I like everybody else in the cast, though, and I like heist movies just on principle. I just enjoy them conceptually. Um, So it's, 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 where do you fall? Um, Do I think, okay. Do I think that Mindy Kaling is going to get the, the screen time to carry the day, her and, and Helena Bonham Carter and, and even Kate Blanchett to an extent, like, are they going to get enough of the, of the movie to make it? They should entertaining. I don't know if they will or not. Um, But I, I think I think I want to see it. I, I think I'll fall over the other side of the fence and say excited hesitantly. All
2: right. I'll support you, babe. I also fall hesitantly on the excited side. Have the same issues with Sandra Bullock. Don't like her, although weirdly not as offended by her in this franchise as the two of you appear to be. My bigger issue with this is Rion
0: Oh, she did not bother you me at all. Nine no. ball?
2: Yeah, yeah. Eight Ball. She bothers me in the same way that Aaliyah bothers me in Smoking Aces. There's like thirty or forty awesome black actresses they could have chosen for this role, and they want to go with the R and B like artist and just jam them in there. And it that offends me for some reason because one I don't like, one I don't like her music, and one I've seen Rihanna in multiple like interviews and uh, small roles in movies, and I don't think she could pull it off at all I fucking hate her but
3: Daniel so so can't be in everything
1: what you're saying is that you're against diversity
2: no what I'm saying is that there's actresses available why go to music that seems inherently racist in itself that they go oh we need a black actress let's go find a singer also wasn't it Alicia Keys
1: in
4: smoking Sure.
3: yeah there you go Aaliyah that, that, Aaliyah, that Aaliyah was in name.
1: kiss the dragon Aaliyah was queen of the damned Oh, that too, yeah. And she died know. in a plane crash before it even... Yeah, Aliyah died, yeah. yeah.
2: Alicia yeah. Keys is the fifty caliber bullet shooting person in Smoking Aces, yeah. yeah.
1: Do you think she was terrible in that? I thought she was okay. I
4: think Smoking Aces is terrible.
1: I thought uh, Smoking Aces was fantastic. I loved it. <laughs> I, think,
2: I think Smoking Aces is an interesting uh-huh. sort of dichotomy. Like, if you mention Smoking Aces, half the people always think it's a garbage movie that shouldn't even be considered, and the other half think it's an under appreciated
4: well film. if the twist wasn't so offensive it would maybe be better
2: i think it has i honestly think smoking aces is like a negative two
1: i th- yeah. i think if somebody asked me about smoking aces and i wanted to say something that could that could resonate with everyone i would say jeremy piven crushed it
2: he does yeah. <laughs> and fucking that, does and that would resonate mm-hmm. And uh, I love, uh, what's his name's Short little scene in that, too. Yeah. Ozark, Arrested Development. Come on, oh. what's his name?
1: Oh, yeah, Bateman with the uh, Bat- facial sores. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. i got a small dick. I don't know what you guys, what <laughs> you guys think about it. He's got a raspy voice, too. Reminds anyway, me of yeah. uh, The Intern.
2: Yeah, I'm going to give this an excited, weirdly. If you had described this to me on paper, I would have fucking given it a hard no. But I've seen this trailer for like two months now, and it's two months now, and it's kind of weirdly grown on me. I kind of want to see it through. If you give me an Ocean's 9, I might push that through the floor with my thumbs down. But I kind of want to see this excited.
4: You guys let me know. All right. If it's worth it.
1: Uh, Intern, I'm going to step in before you uh, pee on this. Do you think he's going to? I think so. He's
4: a feminist, though. I don't care.
1: The eight main cast has won four Oscars, two Emmys, eight Grammys, six Golden Globes, five BAFTAs, and ten SAGs combined. That was to make it How many harder. Sacks? That was to make it harder for the intern to do what he's about to do. I also like that they know what to do with George Clooney. If you noticed in the trailer, uh, she's sitting in front of a tombstone or I guess a crypt. But anyway, it says Daniel Ocean listing his death as 2018, which means they killed off the character, or there's going to be a twist that makes him show up at the beginning or at the end. That's Uh, why it's a false foreshadowing. Yeah. It's also lacking, like, I don't know if it's fair to criticize the cast selection further, but uh, where's Kate Winslet? You know? Where is she?
4: She could replace Sandra Bullock in (laughs) a heartbeat. They
1: already have a Kate. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I'm not as offended by Sandra Bullock as anyone. I'm actually not offended by her at all. I don't really? see a problem there.
4: You don't see that she—it feels like she's reading her lines off a piece of paper.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she won. She won an Oscar, people. Okay.
4: Yeah, for a role that she should be playing. Have you seen
1: *Demolition Where Man*? She won for like diversity. Yeah, she more played than herself.
4: herself in that movie. Have you yes. seen
1: *Demolition Man*? Yes.
4: A young Sandra Is Bullock.
1: Mdk. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen *While You Were Sleeping*? Rave reviews. Yeah. In, Have you seen *All About Steve*? Have you seen uh, Forces of Nature with in, with Ben Affleck? In
4: Demolition, oh. man, oh, the
1: proposal—the
4: one
2: where she has a slave Jesus.
1: boy. Sorry, Chelsea, please carry on. Let
4: me pause this. In Demolition, she plays like this naive. It's a totally different role. She's like sweet and uh, uh, excited and innocent, and you know doesn't understand things. In this, she's supposed to be playing like a suave motherfucking can't do anything wrong
2: a jaded criminal
4: yeah and i just fucking see it at all
2: Mm. well
1: i'm gonna support you chelsea i'm gonna say i'm worried about this but only because i think that uh it's supposed to be this thing and they've chosen eight for a reason, because they can have nine and ten. And then, oh, there's two trilogies with women going eight, nine, and ten, and another trilogy going eleven, twelve, and 13 with the men. And, oh, isn't that so great, why and everything is so wonderful, and we, fuck you, I'm worried.
4: Why don't we just make a new heist movie?
1: Oh, hey, your new movie. Guys,
4: make a new movie. Make a new movie. Unrelated
1: to the oceans. Yes, please. Ocean, guys, I got it. Oceans 5, and it's co-ed. No, it's like g-
2: gender... Non-binary. Oh, no, it oh. just stars
3: me and my sex
2: dolls. Transgender,
1: <laughs> transgender oceans.
2: Yeah, it's a non-female or male clone twin team. Mm, beautiful. Oh, the
0: Wachowskis.
2: Yeah, and
3: whatever they do, it ends up yeah, solving yeah. Uh, climate change. Twitter might explode. Intern. Uh, all right. So, of all the white women that I would like to copulate with. Helena Bottom Carter is probably near the top of that list. That is a Kate strange Blanchett choice. That's because she, yeah, she looks like but she's, in she's, middle sexy. School.
0: she's sexy. She's yeah. sexy, but that's a strange choice. Go on.
3: Kate Blanchett is probably right behind Helen Marin. Oh. Oh, she's, yeah. Yeah, she's right up there with yeah. Helen Mirren. I agree with Are that. Are you
1: giving yeah. us your womp list right now?
3: And my favorite crew oh, oh, is also in this uh, oh. Katie Holmes. Oh. What Katie Holmes is uh, this?
0: She is. She wasn't in that trailer, but she's in it somewhere.
3: The the Just. only problem that I saw in this trailer was with the male character that was in it. What male? Character? He might be the only Englishman that Real? I hate. James Corden. <laughs> oh, is a useless, annoying piece of garbage. Oh, really? Oh, he gets to play wish like he would the wipe on the phone roll. Never. So you you open would his never.
1: Mouth. You'd never do karaoke in the car with James.
3: No.
4: Every time I go over to my parents' house, they show me the karaoke in the car with... Yeah.
3: Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yes. oh you name. have parents
1: like that?
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. my mom's like that too. No. Have you seen the voice? I recorded it.
4: Yep.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Intern, I just want to say that those three ladies that you just mentioned are not on my WOMP list. And I'd also like to point out that Amanda recently um, corrected um, the flat list is no, no longer the flat list. It is now the WOMP list because it is so much better. Uh, welcome on my penis.
3: Oh, yeah, but my I welcome... I, didn't, I wasn't uh, alluding. All oh, sorry. Let me start. Minor, minor all <clears throat> I know maams. Actresses may accept my seed. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> right.
4: That is the best one.
3: Oh, ma'am. <laughs> all ma'am.
4: All maams. What about the men who are allowed to accept your seat?
3: Well, all man's? <laughs> all
5: maams.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my image will be forever Actors ingrained you in may. your brain. Uh, there'll be a sex doll coming out soon, Daniel. Um, yeah. I'm down with both Kates, so I hear you, intern. Perfect. Mindy Kaling is awesome. Uh, I want to watch this. I'm excited.
4: Oh, see, yeah, I told you he was a feminist. No, sorry. Well, Amanda was. She was excited. Yeah, also, I think I was the only worried. No, Nathan was too.
3: Yeah, Sandra Bullock is a national treasure. Sure. To whatever nation she's from. Totally. That's incorrect. Wow. That's false.
1: Yeah.
4: She's,
3: she's like Matthew like- McConaughey.
1: So many people love that guy. Time to kill, great film, and she's great in it, right? Agreed. Yeah.
4: Miss congeniality, very underrated. The
1: proposal, <laughs> Speed 2 Cruise Control. The proposal. Was she in Speed? Speed number one with Keanu Reeves. And speed number two. I'm not
4: saying she's not great. I'm just saying she's not right.
1: I love the truth that comes out after the fact. They recently talked to Keanu Reeves about why he chose not to take speed two, and he was just really upfront. He was like, honestly, I read the script, and I I didn't think it was a good movie. <laughs> He's like, I would have done it. it it have been anything acceptable. Like, but a, cr- a, cruise? a cruise ship? <laughs> uh, no. No. No, actually, the, the quote in the article I read was, a cruise ship? That doesn't even go as fast as a bus. that's not ramping it up at all Welcome everyone to the second part of Trailer Park Podcast: Colon the New Beginning. I repeat, Trailer Park Podcast: Colon the New Beginning. Not a numeric episode of any kind, or does it have an affiliation with a number whatsoever? Not I Just
2: an ultimate episode of our franchise duration.
1: I welcome back tentatively uh, to the podcast, Daniel. Welcome thank back. You, welcome back, Daniel. Um, uh, Amanda. Mm-hmm. Thank you for coming back. To the podcast, I know that uh, you're being pressured by Daniel to end uh, the podcast run, and I feel like that that's unfair to you. That's her burden now, is my wine. <laughs> Chelsea, welcome back. Hi. Hi.
4: As it's my burden to support you.
1: This is the round table where we discuss movies and things, and just, uh, you know, it's, it's our time. It's our time to deflate after exuding so much wonderful performance energy. Oh, so much prediction. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so much prediction. We're like
4: David Copperfield.
1: Mm, well, mm. Yeah, D- what, yeah dis- Edgar
2: Casey, famous psychics of the past. I mean, we are here, always predicting the future <laughs> for predict. you. That cool billion. No, you yeah. think You're
1: it's welcome. useless, and then bam, something appears. Okay, uh, the intern. Welcome back,
2: intern. I don't hear groveling.
1: Wow, wow.
4: <laughs> he just <laughs> he just didn't come back. Oh.
1: is he taking a depression nap? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Fuck him. You know what? We'll move forward. I don't understand
0: uh, why we haven't fired him. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. It, this is an ongoing, consistent problem of mm. him just like dipping out, not doing his job, mm. showing up late, and mm. it's
2: literally zero consequence to us since he's unpaid.
1: Mm. Sing it, sister. Ah. Oh. Mm. Mm. All right. Well, tonight, uh, who wants to start? I know that you guys watched Deadpool two this afternoon, <gasps> but tell, uh, me. Before, tell me, tell me, tell before me, before you get into it, I do want oh. to bring up the fact that I. Mm-hmm. I am a gentleman.
2: So I'll go first.
1: <laughs> I am a gentleman because I watched a burdenless movie. Oh. I knew you might. I considered it like
2: two hours before the podcast started. I was like, I bet this fucker is going to do something like this tonight.
1: I pulled one down. Now, those of you who don't know, the burden list has ended. But as a, on gentlemen's honor, we are supposed to watch them and, and eliminate whatever remains. And I have done my part i have eliminated a movie tonight by being on my honor and as a as a gentleman watching a burdenless film
2: oh guess who's completing their burdenless next episode <laughs>
1: <laughs> just, just, <laughs> i can't take it fuck that guy i do to watch them all
4: what do you guys even have left on your burden list if only in, the intern was here to tell us
1: i know right we don't even have the facilitators so how can we even We don't talk? even know yeah we don't even know um, so that's on the table for the round table, but I don't need to talk about it right away. You guys can feel free to let release your Deadpool 2 uh, energy that you have built up. Amanda, why don't you take this?
0: Oh, Deadpool 2. Mm. We had a freaking blast today. It was
2: a lot of fun, guys.
0: Watching yes. the sequel to Deadpool. Uh, it was... I, I think it was as funny... Or funnier. I think it might have been funnier than the
2: first. Here's what I'll say. If you were a fan of the first one, you'll also like this one. If you didn't like the first one because the jokes were a little bit on the nose for you, you're going to love this one.
4: Yes. Yeah. You're speaking to me directly, Mm. Daniel. Mm.
2: This one has, it's found its footing. It knows what it is and And it's running with it.
4: And the CGI. How was the CGI? It wasn't a lot.
2: It wasn't much. They have a couple of huge characters that they have to do CGI for, but that's almost part of the like meta joke. I
4: that's fine. And they actually acknowledge it. Yeah, they acknowledge it. Like directly. here's a big CGI fight yeah. for you. <laughs> okay, that's yeah, here's the, the zero consequence
2: CGI for, fight for you. Yeah. yeah.
4: I want to hear all about that. I love it when they just talk about the plot that we already know is ridiculous and then still do it. It makes me happy. So
2: Yeah. And uh, what else did you want to say? It's, it's, it's just, I like the vibe of Deadpool. He's the outcast. He makes all the jokes when he makes a team or has to pull a team together. It's an outcast joke team. Like everything plays into itself God, so it's well. It's
0: just so fun. I don't want to give any. Oh, I will talk. I, I will talk about Domino.
2: Domino's okay. great. Everybody,
0: everybody knows she's in it. And mm. she's killer. I mean, like the actress that plays her is like hot and cool and and,
2: in the vibe like she fits
0: yeah they they captured the character like so well um to me at least and uh yeah it's just yeah
2: there's there's a big joke in the middle of the movie that's that you think is going to be a massive plot point but it's just for a big big joke (laughs) which is hilarious like the movie in itself has like become what deadpool truly is which is just meta awareness on top of meta joke which uh, it's i don't know i i had a great time
1: were we right about the luckiness of domino being a constant thread it, yeah. it is constant Once
0: she shows up yeah it's constant
1: yeah like and it says, is he says very luck, cinematic. luck isn't a superpower and then it just continues to be a superpower
2: Oh, it's an awesome superpower. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Shit just works out for this bitch. <laughs> yeah. fantastic.
2: It's literally, a, and the message is even a good one. If you want to like strip it from the movie itself, the message is be confident in yourself, never worry, and everything will work out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's awesome. That's I good think we hear.
4: should go see it tomorrow.
1: Let's do it. Yes. We'll do it.
4: He forced me to go see Avengers Infinity War. Oh. So. Oh.
1: And what was your reaction, Chelsea?
4: Have you guys seen it? No, we haven't.
2: No, I've heard, I work in a software company, so mm. I've heard a lot of nerds talk about it.
4: Yeah, no, it was, uh, I thought it was going to be, in Amanda's words, a lot of shit blasting at my face, so much so that I became numb to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that is not the case. It is actually, like, really engaging. It does um, shoot off into a bunch of different storylines. So if you don't like one storyline, it's okay because it only shows up for five minutes and then it goes on to the next...
2: Right, they've got uh, 60 characters to get there.
4: So many characters. And when the characters that... Oh, they fucking get you, you know? Because when the characters that you do love, that you've seen in their standalone movies show up, you get jacked. You can't help it. It's like a fucking human impulse, knee-jerk reaction that... When the Wakandans show up at the end, you're like, "Yes." When the storylines start coming together, you get excited, and then the end is, you know, there's two of them.
1: So, well, it's important to mention that this is part three, and there is a part four, and yes. that this is a the first half of the of the first of the finale of phase whatever three or whatever the fuck they're on.
4: I would say it does not feel like the two hour and 30 minute epic that it is no you don't
1: you don't feel the two hours and 30 minutes at all
4: and i really didn't want to go see it
1: brolin is thanos right Yeah. yeah he is and he crushes it and honestly you walk out of avengers infinity war like with a feeling like oh oh they planned all of this like this is epic planning like like black panther being released in february is purposeful you know, meeting and understanding the Wakandans is necessary. Everything that they have put forth—it's like when we, when we first watched the trailer—and I think Daniel spoke to it, and I spoke to it as well. Which was, there is an investment in these movies, in this Marvel Cinematic Universe, building to a moment, and there's just a curiosity of what the fuck are they gonna do with this rising of this crescendo? It's to the this first moment. time yeah, this
4: has it, ever it, happened. Yeah, yeah.
1: And there is so much that needed to happen. Like all of these characters were put in place with their standalone movies for a fucking reason thor ragnarok actually plays a huge role in understanding how things have gotten to this point like that's where basically this movie starts is on that ship that thor is on when they leave asgard like that's oh, it's weird it's all purposeful all of it. And then you look at what they're doing moving forward and you go, oh shit, I get it. I get it. I get everything that they've done, everything that they've made and built to this point. I get it. They're fucking crushing it. It's very entertaining. It's well worth it. It's actually nice to go and bring it all together. Like that's, that's the feeling I get.
0: Well, Brolin also crushes it as Cable. Yeah. So meanwhile. And, and
1: who would have thought while watching the Goonies that that asshole... Yeah, rise. the older
2: brother asshole was going <laughs> to end up, one, doing a superhero that failed and then coming back to do two major superheroes. Oh, yeah, superhero. I
1: saw that. I saw some sort of clickbait article about Jonah Hex and how it almost <laughs> wrecked his careers. Yeah, well, he, he was on, like, the same train
2: as a lot of the other people were that were, like, early in the superhero development world, which was they chose a character that failed and were like, fuck this, never coming back, and then they do.
1: <laughs> well, I never watched Jonah Hex, but... I was afraid to watch it. <laughs> it's
5: real, real bad. Yeah. Real. He's
2: great in Deadpool because everything in Deadpool is so funny and sarcastic and bombastic. And cable is like super serious Marvel universe serious. So his reaction to all the jokes is great. It's like, what the fuck is all this? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, well, now I'm jacked. Cause we're going to go watch it. Um, anything else from you guys? Did you watch anything? I mean, i got one more. Yeah.
0: Um. So sometimes in the night, the only way that I can lure my husband to the bed with me
5: mm. is husband. if I say,
0: "We let's watch something. We can watch something. Why don't you come in here and watch something with me?" And when I let him take control over the choice of film, <laughs> it doesn't usually go well for me.
1: <laughs> um, Screaming and blood and chainsaws.
0: Well, apparently he had he wanted to watch or had felt the need to watch a film. Starring Mandy Moore, called Forty Seven Meters Forty Seven Meters Down.
1: Yeah, shark movie.
0: Yeah, shark movie. And so we watched it, and of course I can't. I'm not really good at falling asleep when when the TV's on. So of course I'm intently watching this movie, and Daniel's you know (laughs) drifting off, (laughs) even though he's the one that chose it. And so we watched it, and it was like I I don't know how to feel about it, except that I am like, why did we? Why did I have to watch this?
2: But wasn't it half good?
0: But it was Just, like half good. Yeah. yeah. And so like, I don't know if I should recommend it to people. Is it negative scale? Kind of. I suppose um, it had some good moments in no, it. No,
2: This what I, I watched it. I did not fall asleep through this. Like I do a lot of the things that I recommend. No, you
0: actually saw the end and I yeah. listened. To the end.
2: I would give this a strong plus one. Things plus. I think a strong plus one. Yeah. 47 meters down was weirdly better than I expected.
1: I think that's kind of the general feedback or consensus, and that's, I mean, hey, it leads to the other question, which is, are either of you excited for the sequel?
2: I know there's a sequel coming. I've heard there's forty eight meters down uh, is on the horizon. If but she
0: gets back in another tank, in another it, cage. No, I'm... it'll
2: it'll be like open water, which has this, which is the same reaction that I feel forty seven meters down deserves, which is that it's a movie that on the whole is not that great of a movie, or something that you could pass over. But within that movie are probably three or four scenes that are more tense than most horror films. So when you have a girl that's like has 15 minutes left of oxygen, she has to get out of the shark cage that they're in in order to swim up closer towards the boat that they're abandoned from in order to be within radio contact. And in order to get within distance, she has to swim into open water to where every direction is the same vague grayness as every other direction and she's not sure if she can make her way back to the cage in time. That's fucking horrific. And they yeah. capture that shit really well. But that's close to
1: home. I know that my cousin has that's high on his list of fears, is yeah. drowning open water and drowning and
2: having 360 degrees of danger. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah. When she swims out, when she like is trying to get the like oxygen tanks or, or, Oh no, she's trying to find like somebody has come down to try to find them or whatever. And she's like, Oh, I see the flashlight, blah, blah, blah. And she swims away from the ocean floor. Like there's like a drop off.
2: Like a cliff. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Bitch, what are you doing? You're not going to know how to get back.
2: And she can't remember which direction you're she came gonna from. Be lost. And she's just in darkness, just flipping back and forth. There could be sharks to it just from her face. She has no idea. Yeah, it's fucking horrific.
0: Sharks? <laughs> fuck sharks. Just, you're just going to be lost. No, just
2: being lost just at the bottom of the ocean. Yes. No, I understand. I'm saying that, yes, this movie has a handful of moments to where you'll be more <laughs> terrified than in any other movie. On the whole... It's a no, shark movie. No. Do with it what you will. But Honey, there's a handful of moments to where you'll be stressed the fuck out.
1: Yeah. It's pretty good. I get it. Honey, not concerned about the sharks. Okay. It's the darkness. It's, it's the water. It's being lost under the, under the ocean. Yes.
4: <laughs> God
1: damn it.
0: Honestly, yeah. the sharks are silly to me. I don't think sharks like do what they do in this movie.
2: I don't think they care as much they as don't they don't care. Yeah. Like they like bump against you and they're like, ugh,
1: gross.
0: Ugh, find something to eat. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, All
1: right. And, all right, we watched another movie. Re- reveal? Uh, you Were Never Really Here. Sure did. Starring Joaquin Phoenix.
0: In theaters. <gasps> I want to see that. Was it good?
1: Yes. Oh. Solid. <laughs> I also want to point out that Joe Blow, their top five from Sundance, <laughs> You Were Never Really Here was number one. And they gave it a 10 out of 10.
0: <gasps> Have we? Really? What? We covered it on TPP
4: last episode. Mm-hmm. Shit. It's the one with it's- the hammer, yeah. Dan He's got a hammer. And he kills people with a hammer.
1: Going after the uh, sex trafficking of young girls.
2: Oh yeah, well that's a message that I'm strongly on board with. <laughs> yep.
1: All right. First, I want to point out that I don't think it handles the violence in the movie the way that Daniel would want it to. Although I don't want to be presumptuous, it may have handled it in a way that he would respect. You as well.
4: feel the severity mm-hmm. without, yeah, having to witness like.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. They uh full I, I blast. appreciate that. Yeah. Like a strong off camera thunk.
4: Yeah. Wow. yeah. Or, they yeah. or they'll show the aftermath. Yeah. Like a sure. you or know
1: the security footage shot. Like it's So you'll come?
4: see him fucking yeah. you'll yeah. see him fuck people up, but there's the, there's no music, there's just the silence of a black yeah. and white security camera they, footage I, or I,
2: I appreciate that. Okay,
4: cool. It's really All right. nice, actually.
1: If if okay. Well I don't want to reveal too much beyond that, all I want to say is like with that aside, then I think hearing your feedback from that means that you will, you will like it and you should probably check it out because it is uh, satisfying an itch on, on the sex uh, trafficking level. That is very, I, I, I believe it's well executed both like creatively from a film standpoint and also from a, just a satisfying, you know, deal with that scenario standpoint.
4: And it's not too, um, artsy, it doesn't drag itself along
1: no. too much. Yeah. It
4: really just kind of gets to the point, and
1: mm-hmm.
4: you care about the characters pretty much right off the hop. Mm-hmm. Although I could go without his relationship with his mom, but you know. <laughs>
1: right. Yeah. No, there's, there's always like a like a There's always right? something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'd say overall, yeah, recommend it. Good time.
4: Even though we watched it on a sunny afternoon,
1: mm-hmm.
4: you come out into the light feeling all, you know, Icky yeah, and probably better depressed. to watch it
1: probably better to watch it at night
4: watch yeah. it at night yeah. yeah it's like the sun is blinding
1: yeah. don't watch something that violent and then go out for a walk yeah. through the park <laughs> which is what we did, what
4: we did. <laughs> get an ice cream yeah sit by the river
2: yeah. Fuck. Yeah. just kind good of well, then i guess i will cap this conversation off with a show that i was reluctant to to get into, oh, here Is comes it Adam here, no. Here comes the net Netflix movie. Yeah, Kinnaman. Yeah. Oh, like I'm, I'm a big horror guy, I'm a big sci-fi guy, and for whatever reason, I had been like rolling my eyes or avoiding Altered Carbon on Netflix just because yeah. it seemed convoluted or like too over the top for me. We've watched the first episode.
4: Tell me okay. it's good.
2: I've watched. I'm gonna go watch the finale. <gasps> After this podcast. Tell me. Because like I was really shocked by how into Altered Carbon I got. The first episode, if that's where you're sort of hesitating on, I get it. Uh, A lot of the main characters have sort of a stuffiness to them.
4: Seems a little shiny for me.
2: A little shiny, sure. Yeah, absolutely. I get that as well. well. And you're also sort of predicting how can they handle this weird universe
1: yeah, where yeah. That, your wanna, body doesn't denote who you are. Let me interject just briefly because the concerns I have coming out of the first episode, one is like sometimes science fiction throws too many details at the wall. You yes. Know? Like there's a big, you know... Uh, what do you they get it? infatuated I, with yeah, themselves. A huge canvas on the wall and they've thrown way too many colors on it. And you're just like, oh, I don't trust their ability to navigate yeah. through this mess that they've created. I just don't I
2: understand this concern. Yeah. Strongly. Because okay. I was like really avoiding this show for like a long time.
5: <laughs> <laughs> you don't
2: understand. Every time I saw it, I was like, ugh. ugh. Then I finally gave it a chance. And you're right. There, There is a little bit of that trepidation at first, and it's justified. Uh, you, There is a little bit of concern that they're going to get in over their heads. But then something about like normally, I think in the past we've discussed this, too, like something about Netflix like shows the perversion of why you don't want to go the Netflix route, which is why if you give something too much money, it can just suck its own dick to death. Mm, I yeah. feel like that didn't happen with Altered Carbon. I feel like this was a show that needed a lot of money and the money served it well. It's a super high concept sci-fi show and the money serves it well.
4: Thank God.
2: I'm really shocked after watching 10 or 11 of these episodes that they've managed to like track the emotional consistency of like souls being captured within different bodies. The main characters take on different bodies yet still carry the impact of the plot. You don't get confused as to who's who, which is really shocking that they managed to, like, keep that all intact.
1: Samantha Uh, into
2: it, too. There's a, like, there's there's a weird sort of character in the show, which is artificial intelligence. Like, artificial intelligence has separated itself from humanity within the show. They have their own, like, unions and, like, friendships and, like, artificial intelligence personalities control entire hotel franchises. So, like, when you go to a certain hotel and interact with an AI, that AI is, like, the main personality of the hotel, which becomes a pivotal part of the show itself. Yeah. This this is the kind of, like, high-concept shit that should go lost between murky, soapy waters. But for me, at least, it doesn't. I feel like this show hangs on to really high-concept, intellectual shit really well without getting it lost in a bunch of convoluted crap. And even though some of the actors they chose, I understand, might be a little on-the-nose or uh, abrasive, even. I don't know what it is. There's something very, very fascinating about Altered Carbon, and I want to give it a lot of credit, even if no one agrees agrees with me.
4: Okay, I have to say that we started watching um, Lost in Space... Yes. Did you continue on with Lost in Space?
0: Yeah, we're we're slowly watching I, it.
2: I've always been into
1: it, but Amanda wasn't into it until like episode six or seven.
0: Yeah. Okay. It took me literally six episodes to. All right.
1: Commit. That makes that makes me feel better hearing that from Amanda because yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough if you're not in the right mood. That first episode's like fuck off. The whole
2: show <laughs> is fuck off. Even okay. though I love it, I'll admit
1: it.
4: <laughs> it's like I'm. I care. I care so much. And then too much happened. And I'm like, for fuck's sakes.
1: Guys, she's in the water. Can we focus on
2: that?
4: Yeah. Why does Will- Their
2: daughter is dying in the ice and they're like playing solitaire.
4: Yep. Oh, and it's not enough that, you know, they're on a mission to save her. Will has to like, went right on the precipice of them coming back to help her. He's got to fucking fall down a slide. It's like, like the no, it's like
1: You you have a perplexed look on your face with an open mouth, like "What the fuck?" And then when a piece of exposition or a flashback happens, you're like, "Oh!" Mm, 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 mm. oh no, I
2: totally understand. You guys should watch another episode or two. Yeah,
4: keep, keep we going. will, but. I want to watch Altered Carbon first because we also watched the first episode of Altered Carbon. Overall. And I love Kinnaman Lately, yeah, well, from the no, killing. The whole,
2: the whole Kill. thing, though, because for those listening that don't understand, they've figured out in the future how you can sort of capture your soul or your consciousness on like a data disk that they have inserted into your spine, which means that your entire existence is collected on this disk. If you die, it's very, very simple. If you have the money... Mm-hmm. To transfer you to a new body, which they call sleeves. Death has a whole new meaning. Uh, people's pain tole- like tolerance and threshold is like through the roof because death has no meaning. So like having your limbs broken and your like entire skeletal structure like melted mm. down means almost nothing because your consciousness knows that it can extend in a different body. It's very interesting, all these concepts.
4: Well, and I also liked in the first episode they introduced that the government ensures that you get a new body but they don't guarantee
2: if you're like in jail or something yeah
4: but they don't guarantee what kind of body so you've got like these five-year-olds being implanted into like 60 year old bodies and stuff like that
2: yes that's all that that, all that that continues throughout the show all those fascinating concepts get explored
1: and then like a part of the thing that turned me off from the first episode was the whole like hotel fight with guns coming out of the ceiling and the fact that the hotel has been in business for so long but hasn't had any clientele for 10 years or something and i was like dude what but how does that even economically work it's It's very funny nathan because i bet if you if you make this
2: show all the way to the end, the AI hotel will be one of your favorite characters.
1: Okay. Fair. Fine. Whatever. I'm just saying, like thing illogical things like kind of like come out like in like an illusion, yes. like a 3D illusion. No, no,
2: because cuz you're, you're right. They are mostly like a dead franchise, but mostly because the AI have separated themselves from humans so much that they like they hate humans and they only interact with themselves, but there's one that loves humans. <laughs> <laughs> of studying them, and that's but, the AI that's in the show.
1: But do they explain the economic side of it and how that thing is able to yeah. continue? Existing? Yeah, they
2: separate themselves so much they're no longer like leveraged by the human existence. Well, like, they themselves are so powerful that if they want to recreate glass and f- concrete structures from scratch virtually, they're so powerful they can push that into the real world.
1: Fascinating. So well, they're, un-
2: they're unreliant on humans, well, but ge- this one AI hotel loves them instead of
1: spites them. We've been just lately feeling a lot of uh, <sighs> hesitation towards Netflix because it feels like everything we click on ends up disappointing us. And we just turn <laughs> like into this like... And Safe Space or oh, yeah. whatever, all these new yeah, shows. Yeah, they like, so scared. A Spend a billion dollars and create a bunch of mediocrity. Like, go fuck yourselves. Yeah. I, I find all
2: uh, uh ultra carbon very fascinating and that comes from someone who was reluctant okay. eye-rollingly reluctant for months
1: but did amanda get into ultra carbon too
2: no but she's uh, mad at me uh, go ahead
0: uh, oh yeah no amanda did not get <laughs> into ultra carbon and here's why tell me so, in the process of like us i told you earlier like i have to let daniel pick shit Because he's not into anything that I'm into at all sometimes. Or, like, he's, like, about everything. (laughs) And so I knew that, like, altered carbon was something he was, like, hesitantly interested in. I was, like, oh, let's give that a try. Like, that seems like a thing that you could do. And, like, I would be into it and I would try. You know, I mean, this all sounds like sex, but it's not. and then he was, and he refused to watch it with me. He was like, no, I'm, I, I just, I, there's something about it that's just, I don't want to, I don't want to deal with. And then fast forward like a week and a half, and he's you, like, you watching, go on
2: a business trip.
0: I've been watching Altered Carbon without you, and now it's awesome. And you're nine or 10 episodes behind. Go fuck yourself.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: wow. <clears throat> so.
1: that's pretty that's that's straightforward that's
0: literally what happened and I'm never going to watch it
1: (laughs) till death to us part right
0: marriage is great (laughs) (laughs)
1: all right would you like to know what has come down off the burden list yes Yes. Serial mom
0: (gasps) oh yay Yay. did you love it
1: I I can I can definitely appreciate it I mean I I do want to point out that the, the niche that it sets up like it's like hey this is what we're doing yay and you're like oh that's fun and then it just keeps doing that and it doesn't really do (laughs) anything else it doesn't do anything else it just keeps doing that one thing so if you get disenchanted with their you know with their breakout uh, idea it just repeats itself over and over again basically which is fine there's a lot of there's a lot to like there I was surprised to find out that that was Matthew Lillard's breakthrough performance (laughs) you Good old it Lillard. Rick Lake. <laughs> yeah, Ricky Lake. Yeah, the whole thing is kind of, I mean, especially for the first half of it, you're like <laughs> kind of chuckling with mirth at how ridiculous the whole thing is. Pussy and then was the, was... S- <laughs> the second half, you're just, you're kind of fading and then the court thing happens. and You're like, oh, nice. She pulled it off. And then it's over. Yeah. And then Susan Summers. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So basically, yeah. I mean, it's got its place. I th- it strikes me as the kind of movie that my initial response is probably hypercritical because it's a burdenless movie and because I know that you guys love it. And I think that maybe five years down the road, I'll be like, <laughs> that silly bitch like that. I guarantee that will happen. Yeah, yeah right. Because yeah,
0: like three years from now, when you come visit us again,
1: you're going to watch it a watch second time and go, holy us. shit.
4: Yeah.
1: Actually, that's what we're doing. After this podcast, what? Chelsea, I'm going to show Washing you Hamlet, Hamlet too.
4: Yeah. He's been talking about it for <laughs> yeah. fucking ever.
1: Well, because I, Stephen, Steve Coogan keeps popping up in other oh, bullshit. Yeah, and just, I and I
4: just get like the effect
1: that has happened to me. He
4: clicked on this nonsense <laughs> that's just this actor. Talking to his friend in different restaurants so was, in Europe. Like, trip to and him, I watched this shit for forty minutes before turning to him and being like, "What the fuck are you making me watch?"
1: Like trip to <laughs> trip to Spain or something. But because Garbage. because I've seen Hamlet 2 I watched this bullshit of him fucking around with his buddies, and I'm he just thinks like,
4: "He's hilarious." I'm like, oh!
3: <laughs> "This guy's
1: great." Oh, just look at how disappointed he is, and everything—it's fantastic. <laughs> I love this guy. Oh, I can't get enough of Coogan. Oh,
0: that was my gift to you guys. No, Thank you. He's
2: fucking funny. Yeah.
1: I'm gonna be getting that movie, Toot Sweet. <laughs> and because you said the word pizza, we're gonna eat some of that too.
5: Yep. Mm. Thank
1: mm. you. Yeah. Fantastic. That's waiting on us. So, yeah, challenge uh, to you, Daniel, to watch a at least one. Bird in this movie. At least try to be a gentleman. I don't know how you can. Not I'm watch watching them
2: all, any, <laughs> at all. Put in this just... thing to
1: bed.
0: <laughs> I'll go see Deadpool tomorrow. I'm excited to see what y'all think.
5: Yeah,
1: yes, we totally will. And that being said, I think that's uh, probably enough, right? Unless you guys have something else you want to say. I think that's a wrap. That does it. Okay. We're all sadsackstudios.com at sadsackstudios at park Podcast. I'd tell you the intern's Twitter handle but he bailed on us so he can go fuck himself okay <laughs> thank you for joining us for trailer for our podcast colon the new beginning this is not affiliated in any way with a number it has no association with a numerical episode at 99
0: hashtag 99
1: <laughs> we appreciate you stopping by cool billion and we will see you
2: in the future forever
1: you mean it?
5: <laughs> <laughs> mm.